This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to a no podcast. Do the Ouija board to meet chicks? Well, yeah, that's the way. Yeah, you know. I get. Yeah, I mean, when we were in high school or something, like, oh, yeah, a dark room with girls, of course. Yeah, just some candles lit, and you and you have your hands on the same Ouija board. And you're just... <laughs> My hand anywhere near a girl's hand. That's a win for me. That was a big victory. What was your? Uh, did you have a go-to move? Was there like a move called the no, Fetterman that people were going around? I was a virgin all through high school. Really? You, hey, you can put no. those on if you want to. Yeah, yeah I mean, these are the seven five zero sixes. Yeah, are you a headphone virgin too? I'm. This <laughs> first time I'm putting these on. <laughs> no, I put on. I call them cans. I'm old school. Oh, oh my god, that is radio yeah. speak. Yeah, that is okay. the coolest way to describe. Oh my god, yeah. That, and yeah. I know this microphone. You know who uh, recorded? Uh, who, uh, you're never going to get this, but I'm going to yeah, give. Well. Who recorded the vocals for the album Thriller on one of these? Rita yes. Rudner. The SM7. Bees. Shit. Um, yeah, uh, Mike Jackson. Little Mikey Jackson. Uh, the lead singer in Nickelback. Okay, what is that guy's <laughs> name? Chad Kroger. Chad Kroger. Why do I know that? No I relation to the Kroger grocery store uh, franchise. Uh, that's how he got the band, Adam. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> Mike Jackson. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson recorded Thriller on this microphone. Oh, I thought you... Gotcha. Yeah. That, that, that very microphone? Well, not this. Well, now I'm Jesus. not as impressed. Okay, I don't even know if it was the B. I know it was the SM7 though. Like everyone thinks this is just a radio mic, but it's mm-hmm. not. No, no. Quincy it's... Jones is like, use that one. Next thing you know, Billie Jean's not my girl. You familiar with any of these songs? <laughs> Who are you talking? I know Janet, and then I know uh, I know Tito. I know Tito. <laughs> is there another Jackson? Never mind. You're, you're telling me there's another Jackson? Never mind. I refuse to believe that. I did Never. just watch. Can't be that much talent in one family. I did just watch some like tribute. I don't know how often you think about Michael Jackson, but um, <laughs> but I just saw this like on Facebook. Somebody posted this like tribute dance video, and they showed four dancers basically just doing a montage uh, tribute of like some of the best songs in choreography and like my mind was blown and I was like these guys were so good I was like oh I think Michael Jackson you could probably say was the greatest dancer of all time I would disagree with that but you could say it Gene Kelly you could absolutely say yeah I like those guys way better oh you like you like sort of the classical I'm more not classical it's classic classic Classic. yeah yeah I think a stare is better than yeah uh, you're probably right that was his idol but Mm -hmm. he stole from all those guys that he did there was a dude named Bob Fosse yeah Everyone yeah, knows him, of course. Yeah, the Jazz hands, right? Choreographer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Choreographer. I I wouldn't know him unless I saw the movie The Birdcage. 
That's oh. it, because Robin had that montage of, you do Twyla, Twyla, then Fussy, 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 Fussy. Right, right, right. And that, I was like, wait, who's Twyla, who's Fossey? And this was before Google. Do you know who Twyla is? Uh, Twyla Tharp. Yeah, yeah. you were nailing it, yeah. guys. We're doing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're doing music. This has we're been doing... Famous Choreographers, the podcast. This is a Fossey Tharp podcast. <laughs> but Fossey was also a famous film director. Yes. Yeah, so... As a matter of fact, a little crazy piece of trivia that's Please. in my head. And mm-hmm. can you just tell the people at home yeah. or wherever they're listening yeah, to yes. bicycles, <laughs> maybe at the gym? Where do your, I don't know, tell me where your listeners uh, Ball pits got, at Chuck E. Cheese. We've got I mean, the ball, we're, we're the ball huge in the ball pit market. Really? You yeah. know why I like Chuck E. Cheese? Why, why, why is that? Because the pizza's awesome? Yeah, I love Italian food. Yeah, sure. I love Italian food. <laughs> It's a classic. Chuck E. Cheese known for their meatballs. It's Italian food. Ah, it's just really pizza. Good. Thank you. I like I like walking to Chuck E. Cheese because people just assume I work there. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just walk in there like, oh, well, he's about to go on. <laughs> give him all the tokens. Yeah, give him a bass or something. Give Drums. him a bass. Let him play with bass. the animal band. Yeah, the band plays. I don't know about this band. There's a robotic animal band. There is. A How do we go yeah. from Fosse to Chuck E. Cheese so I mean, quickly? That's I've... the way my mind, what, the point I was trying to make <laughs> Thank was... You. For your listeners. Truckers, yes. kids, young yeah, comics. It. It, we span the gamut. Mm-hmm. Lo- <laughs> um, just can, please tell them there's not a computer in front of me. That okay. everything is off. This yeah. is, I'm an analog dude. Yes. So Norm, is, can you confirm it? Say no computer. No, no computer. Yes. Wayne, Wayne is the MS-DOS of comics Thank is what you. we're trying to say. To, try to do that. But anyway, yeah. the trivia I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Do you know the movie The Godfather? Yeah. 1972. Godfather. Uh, best picture. Yes. Thing. A lot of people think it might film? be the best picture ever made, right? Is, yeah. that, is, is that an album? <laughs> it's a movie. Brad. Right, never mind. Brad, no, Wayne. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 please. Go. I want to know Godfather trivia. Yes. Okay. Here's the crazy thing about The Godfather, 1972, before I assume either one of you were born, right? You are correct. Yeah. You're both born in the 80s? Uh, late, I, I was born in 84. Late 80s. 82. 82? Yeah. Okay, yeah. 80s. 80s, guys. So 10 years before um, you're born, uh, The Godfather comes out. Wins Best Picture, but Best Director, Bob Fosse, for a movie called Cabaret. What? Yeah, yeah, let that sink in. You don't even have to look it up on your... Look where my hands are, (laughs) above the waist. (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Francis Ford Coppola didn't win Best Director. For that one. He did win for Godfather 2. Godfather Part 2, which some people would even say is better. Some Uh, people do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you think? What do you think? And then uh, Godfather 2 for me. It is? yeah. Because it, it really, I don't know, it just it just improved where the very, I, I, I don't know. They're both great. They're both fantastic. Here's another, uh, while we're on Godfather trivia. Oh, can fun, I fun facts with Wayne Federer. Okay, Godfather, they never use the F word in the movie. No huh. way. I feel like I hear people quoting it all the no. time and adding F-bombs. No. Well, maybe. I mean, obviously, we're not talking about Raging Bull. Yeah, or, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, and he's not other. going like. In two, they do. In Godfather yeah. two, but not. It's, yeah, it's an not, Italian it's, mobster family never once. It's yeah, it's not fucked. like at one point it goes. I could have been a fucking contender, <laughs> you know. That's not that's, that's not, not what even happens. the right movie. <laughs> that's not even the right. Is it movie. not? It's the right actor. I could have been a contender. I could have been a fucking contender. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the that's the right act. That is Marlon. That's Brando. Streetcar Named Desire. Oh man, no. this is harsh. <laughs> this is real. If you stay steel magnolias, I'm going to kick you out of my apartment. <laughs> By the way, this is my first time here. Thanks. At the, do you have a name for it? The bunker or anything like that, dude? And I, dude, and that's why I love you, man. Because I, just because you uh, think that I have a nickname for my apartment, yeah. and guess what? I probably should. Yeah. I have a third place comedy rec league basketball trophy next to booze, next to a poster of Brad and I, mm-hmm. next to candles. 
next to uh, Norman in a chair. He you know, call, he calls. What the, is he doing over there? He's on our social porn. media for the podcast. Oh, right exactly. now. And porn. Okay, I love yeah. it. No, do you he, have my? Do you know my Twitter? Nice. <laughs> do you tweet a lot? Not that not that much, but uh, I feel like Twitter's perfect for you. Fake Twitter. Fake Twitter. What did you just say? I said I feel like Twitter's oh, perfect. Oh, you feel for you. like yeah. No. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I try not to be. I try not to be looking at screens too much because really? I feel like I do it all day. Well, and yeah, man, because you write on like it. It, it, it seems like you're always writing, I'm writing on something. Writing thing. Yeah, it's just a lot. It's yeah, a lot. and 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 I'm a little. You know, you get a little addicted to. Dude, a little addicted. Yeah, I, I would uh, really be curious to be what would happen if like. There was some sort of I don't know if Trump would be the one to do it, but like right. maybe even if Steve Jobs was still around, he'd be like, you know what? Just to prove how much you need these things, I'm gonna fucking shut them off for a week. Is that? Can you tighten it? No, I, I think I got it. I, think I, got mm. it. <laughs> I like how attentive you are. You couldn't even finish the sentence. Hey, are you all right over there? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, Michael Jackson used that mic, so I want to make sure. That okay. <laughs> uh, how uh, how long have you been in Los Angeles? Well, I did two. I've done kind of two tours of duty here. Great. Mm-hmm. The first one was five years after you were born, 87, I moved here. From Florida. Uh, that's a great guess if you want to be wrong. <laughs> so fantastic guess. I thought I it was Florida. It. Yeah, I, well, I did grow up in Florida. So, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, so we're not completely no, outside the no, realm No, 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 no. I make fun okay. of people. What part you, of Florida? You didn't get hurt by that, did you? Um, but, you know, we talk about off air. You know, <laughs> I don't like to show all my, oh my true God, colors. Tears coming down his <laughs> yeah. You know, he's that no sensitive. tears from him, but tears on his <laughs> podcast poster. Yeah. Uh, How so, was Florida growing up? Well, it was weird. It was weird. I uh, I split my childhood between Silver Spring, Maryland, and a place called, unfortunately, Plantation, Florida. Eesh. Yeah, oh, that boy. was that's what it was called. Oh boy. Yeah. So it was. Um, I don't know. Do you know what High Lie is by any chance? I I actually do. It's Tell me a, to explain it. To explain it to uh, it's a Brazilian game with the with like you have a big basket kind of on yeah, your hand, yeah, yeah. and it has the and it has the fastest moving ball in sports. Well, this is you're correct. Although yeah. the people in golf are now saying that you, a golf ball. Well, people yeah. in golf can go fuck themselves. Yeah, it's it's all about highlight. Yeah, yeah, it's all about highlight. Yeah, then, it's kind of like a handball thing where like you throw the ball up against the wall. It's a gambling. It's a gambling situation. Have you ever yeah. heard of it? No. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's so it's big in Florida, big in Connecticut. It used to be. They wanted to make it all over the United States. You know, mobsters yeah. ran the thing. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's where I graduated high school in a high life fronton. That's where they. That's where they play it. So it's high like life a, fronton. Yeah, a fronton. That's not, that's where did sounds you like something from the Star Wars universe. Yeah, like know. you cut open a fronton <laughs> to get warm. <laughs> Stay in there overnight. <laughs> uh, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Not that I know. What where? What high school did you graduate from? Uh, Sunny Hills High School in Fullerton, California. Oh. Jeez, why you say it like that? Oh. No, no, no. I like California kids. Like, yeah, okay, it's okay, interesting. Okay. It's, yeah. And you're also... Seattle. Seattle, Washington. Yeah, Shore Coast um, High School. Okay, okay. Do you ever... Do you, have you done reunions, guys? Uh, One. A ten-year. You did the tenor. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, you went back? Oh, yeah. How you was know, it for I was, you? I was... Great. And my mom really pushed it. She goes, you gotta go. I go... Wait, yeah. is that an impression of your mom? It's pretty accurate. Do it again? You gotta go. Like that? Okay. Pretty, I don't know her. I don't know her. Close. She came to life. <laughs> you know, sometimes I've been, t- I've been, t- I've been told sometimes, like sometimes I'll do my mom being like, "You gotta go." Like I'm telling you, it's gonna be great. And people are like, "Your mom is Jay Leno." Yeah. And uh, and uh, and then I go, "Thank you for complimenting my Jay Leno impression." Of course, of course. Um, no, the ten year was was a balance of weird and a balance of like great, but weird for the first ten minutes. And people got some drinks in them, 
mm-hmm. and everything was kosher. You know, yeah, everyone was getting to know each other again. And like, by kosher, do you mean the meat and the the dairy? That's was the separated? only type of kosher I know. Yeah, yeah. Now, co- someone blessed the reunion. Yeah, yeah. There was a rabbi there. <laughs> <laughs> Is that very Jewish of me to use the word kosher as like slang for like it's all good? Nah, that's I, no, I, I, I feel like I just, a lot of people. That's just do that. a cool move, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I nitpick. I nitpick. So just, <laughs> just try to ignore me. <laughs> just really try to. Have you always me. been a nitpicker? A little bit. A yeah. little, little, I always feel like my mind is always kind of working on that level. So. But and then when you're growing up in when you're growing up in Florida, is comedy on your radar? A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Here's the big humiliation. Yes, please. I'm going to okay. share it with you guys. Here we go. Okay. You were conceived in a Chuck E. Cheese. No, it's. I think I'm pre Chuck E. Cheese. Because I, I heard born a, before Chuck E. Because I heard a rumor that when you started comedy, that it was in ventriloquism. Yeah, that's correct. Oh my that god, that is All correct. Right. That is correct. So I started out in high school. I became a ventriloquist, and I learned ventriloquism from or this record by a guy named Edgar Bergen. Any idea who this guy is? Uh, All right, I'll tell no you. No idea. Huge, big. Wait. Go ahead. Go. I do know because I. Um, there's some Sesame Street or Muppet special back in the day where they featured he's, him. He's in the Muppet movie. He's That's in, where I know him. Yes, wow. he did the Bergen, and he did the Ventura. Yes. Um, uh, yep. Fozzie Bear was working at the place. He yes, was, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Very good. That's, dude, that was his last movie, if I'm not mistaken. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hell of a thing what to go out is, on. Yeah, yeah. Muppet movie came out in. If uh, I'm not mistaken, 88? I think the movie was de- 88. I think like 78 or something like that. No. All right. Let's do it, guys. Get IMDb. on. I am deep. That's my guess. Wait, so Bergen, what was his? He w- You looked up to him. No, no, no. Wait, before I, t- okay. I will tell you this in a, in a second, but I believe that movie was also dedicated because he died. Yeah, it can't, can't be after 70, 79. You're 79. good. 79. You're yeah, good. Yeah, okay, okay. Okay. Because he died in 78. So, um, but I think the movie was dedicated to him, if I'm not mistaken, also. Wow. You know? But anyway, here's the crazy. Yes just the launch of Fetterman's career. So I'm learning ventriloquism from this record. Hi, I'm Edgar Bergen. I'm Charlie McCarthy. You know, it was that kind <laughs> yeah. of voice. He was the biggest ventriloquist on radio. That's a talent. Yeah. Like, it's like a juggler <laughs> on radio. What? <laughs> I swear to God. So I mean, that, that's she... just doing voices then. That's like he was the best deaf porn star. <laughs> You're just doing... I don't know, man. There's a better example. I tried okay, to yes and the situation. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I'm tired. So, all right. So, are you done? <laughs> there it is. So, uh, okay. So, you tap so my you... leg when you amount to come. <laughs> okay. So, you I can't tell my yeah, this, perfect. This is more it's of a, a yes and. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is great. This is great. So, what? Okay. So, you hear. <laughs> you hear it then. So it's, yeah. How can so, you tell how good he is from. Right. No one knows if he's yeah. good or not. I'm the best ventriloquist on radio. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Hey, how are you? I'm doing just fine. Like, you can't tell. <laughs> so, His lips weren't moving, I swear. So it was I, basically the best job in show business. Yeah. But his daughter was uh, Candace Bergen. Do you know? Remember? From Murphy Brown. Yeah, yeah. That's his I was about oh, to make shit. that joke. But you I, were? Yeah, I was, when you said Bergen. Because I feel like how many other Bergens are there that are in the business? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and she, apparently she disliked the dummy, Charlie McCarthy. You think? Yeah, like he had like a bigger room than she did or something. Right, because like, the, yeah, the, the you dummy. probably spent more time with the dummy than her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I can totally see that. <laughs> uh, what did you, what fascinated you about ventriloquism? Well, I think it's very akin to um, magic. Okay. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like, I feel like those two geek hobbies that kids get into yeah. are just like a way to make you feel maybe a little more powerful like an adult might be impressed by that and like a way to get it that's my guess because okay. they're both sort of misdirection yep like sleight of hand sleight of mouth kind of thing 
That's my guess. That's my mm-hmm. guess. But I loved. I was in. I was a comedy nerd like before that that term existed. So, like so, I was into. Obviously, I'm into Edgar Bergen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Comedian so it, in the it, 30s. It wasn't just. It wasn't just ventriloquist then. You like all. No, forms. I loved it. I love it. I, di- I didn't really have the guts to do stand up. Uh-huh. And I remember a friend of mine. And we did like who's on first. Yeah. Like at a you know at a talent High show. Talent show. Exactly. Like that, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of. But it was in all the plays. And as soon as I found out that stand up was a career, I was like, I want to. I want to do this. Do you remember what made oh. you find that out? What bit? Oh. Like what? Like like? Oh. Did you see what someone? On, did you see someone on the Tonight Show or something or? Oh, that's a good question. Was there? I don't know if there was one. Are you saying an aha moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where I saw the band Aha and thought, I right. need to and, do comedy. And, and, and I thought those guys are <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. I mean, a guy that can hit a note that high. <laughs> if they can do this, I can do stand up. Yeah, then, exactly. <laughs> Wasn't that video like all etched? Pen, yeah, 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 pencil yeah, drawings. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah like, I got to do stand up. <laughs> my aha moment. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah. So uh, <laughs> now I, 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 there was like a bunch. There was a bunch. It was, I guess, it was a combination of like seeing young comedians, which were st- like the comedy boom. Like there's that new Showtime thing. I'm, I'm down of here. Yeah, are you win that? No, you, no. But it's all like, our buddies it, are though. Yeah. yeah, but it's like kind of that. It was like it was started like obviously Freddie Prinz like goes on the Tonight Show. Yeah. Becomes a millionaire and a sitcom star overnight. I mean, overnight. Carson really was that much of a game changer, huh? For, well, I mean, it didn't happen like that for everyone. There's right. a lot of comedians that did 30 Tonight Shows and nothing ever happened. No kidding. So sure. don't, you know. How many have you done? <laughs> five, five, <laughs> five. But uh, but I never did it with Johnny. And like no, that was no, a big, yeah. like, he was leaving as I it was kind of... I, it was a disappointment. It was, but anyway, you wanted he was a it was a uh, a goal. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was like it was there was sure. There, I don't dreamed. know. Is there anything like that now? Would no. you say getting a Netflix special? Maybe we were talking. Yeah, maybe, but maybe like, we were talking today about so that. Now. Just yeah. like the, the 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 closest thing I can think of mm-hmm. is going on Joe Rogan's podcast. What? Yeah, because I've been on that podcast and I'm still yeah still and now and now you're on our podcast so. You're saying What's I'm on that? a trajectory. <laughs> I got it. Wait a minute. Why? Why was it? Was it because of um, the the possibility for the opportunity that Carson could lead to, or was it also because you Car- loved him? Well, Carson owned late night. Like yeah. there's, there was had the whole feel to himself. There was it no was, Bonnie Hunt. There was no Doctor Phil. Well, there was Dick Cavett and stuff. But yes. for stand up mm-hmm. and st- there was he was that's the only place like, to go and he, the only place you could go because I I've read the books and I've seen yeah. the stories about how if you did something else then. You were banned from the Tonight Show. I mean, hell, there's the famous story with Joan Rivers, for God's sakes. Right, but she was on the Tonight. She got yeah. famous and then tried to do another show and he banned right. her. But yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so that was like the goal of most comedians was to get on the Tonight Show, mm-hmm. have Johnny like, and you know the whole thing with like if you really call like him over, call him over, you yeah, know the yeah, story. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so that was that was like a north star for like comedians. I was I didn't quite make it there. I mean, I auditioned for it. They had a booker, and he got drunk, and yeah, I came. Oh. I came very close. It was. Li- oh it was very agonizing. God. It was very agonizing. He would get drunk, so I mean, yeah. Then he's just remembering one thing to go. I he didn't even more- remember me. He it was like he got so drunk he didn't even remember seeing me because he had seen me once before, wanted to see me again. Yeah. Like, let's do it. He shows up drunk, and then, and then. Do you yeah. remember your set from the, uh, that audition? Yeah. I, that's, yeah no, I don't. No, <laughs> blocked it out. Maybe. No, I mean I. 
No, I may ha- I don't remember that. You but might have it written down somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, mm-hmm. of course, so of course, cool. of course. I feel like that's one of those things. I mean, obviously, like getting on it would have been incredible. But like, I don't know. Me hearing that you even auditioned for it is pretty. I incredible. agree. I agree. And that they want to see multiple. I mean, I don't know. They yeah. even get that close is like, and the fact that we all know that it, the story has a happy ending and you did it. Get didn't on the yeah, show. didn't kill myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. that would have been <laughs> that would have been a horrible interview. <laughs> I mean, but think of the ratings for this episode. <laughs> only, only, only episode ever. Where was Wayne me. really there? <laughs> it was right. There. Hologram Fetterman. We did it the whole thing. Yeah. We're in the bunker. We lit the candles, and Fetterman showed up. <laughs> that was the most obscure oh Hitler reference that we've ever had on the About Last Night podcast. Wait, so what? then Hitler? I was doing a thing. I was doing the a seance. Callback. The callback to the no, candles. No, you said bunker. I figured you said oh, suicide and bunker. I put that oh, together I as Hitler. I got you. I got you. No, was I just thinking about that? I was kind of doing... Is that one on me? Yeah, yeah a that's, little a, bit. that's a fully... It, can you explain uh, it? Yeah, Brad, so look, initially... <laughs> so was he bad? <laughs> Brad, first of all, Wayne is here, all right? And the candles, he made a joke to the seance, right? And yeah. then we discussed possibly naming. having Ouija board things and then naming my apartment. And I said, I appreciate that you even thought that this place has the allure and some of the festive, the festive vibes that a, a nickname would be uh, worthy of such I a place. I think I remember that. Well, you it don't. It was 12 minutes ago. Because okay. then you just said Hitler bunker. And now, you know. We know you don't remember it. it. <laughs> What's that? His aha moment. This is my aha moment. <laughs> well played. And I feel like I'm having it Brad right Brad was now. a radio DJ, and that's why he's so quick to the sound effects. That's a dream of mine. I would love to have spun some records. For real? Yeah. Well, because you yeah. did it in college, right? No. No. no, no I thought no. I read on your on your Wikipedia, which is never wrong. <laughs> that, that you're, no, you're I don't know. A college DJ. I'm not no? sure what's on there, but where did you go to school? No. Uh, then I went to NYU Drama School. I auditioned wow. for and studied with Stella Adler. What? Yeah. The Stella Adler. The Stella Adler. Holy so it's like, So she studied with Stanislavski. Yeah. I studied with her, so I'm a direct line to Stanislavski. Yeah, you are. Yeah, and I'm a for line. and for anyone who's ever taken a theater class, yeah. like yeah. Stanislavski technique is one of the first things that pre method, pre method. Yeah. yeah, before they came, there was no such thing as just Moscow arts, just Russians. That <laughs> that's a big deal. Yeah, that was. I was to tell you the truth. I know it sounds like I'm bragging and stuff, and it was great to be there, but I felt like it was all a l- little bit lost on me. Well, because were you aware of how big your teacher? Oh, a hundred percent. Okay, so you were. There was a book called "The Fervent Years," and we all read it, and Harold Clerman and all that stuff. But Mm -hmm. I was like, she was into like Chekhov and you know, like big Arthur Miller and like big idea plays. Yeah, and I was just I like like Neil Simon. You know, I liked like Mm -hmm. very. Comedies, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like simple comedies and stuff. Mm-hmm. How did you? Well, the audition for that must have been pretty bonkers. I feel like. Yeah, it was interesting. They, you had to monologue city. Yeah, well, they they wanted you to prepare a, what's called a classical monologue, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is um, like Fred Astaire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing another callback. A, a class, <laughs> or a classic monologue is Brad. Uh, would no, call it would it, be yeah. like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Moliere, Shakespeare, yes, or something. Sure. And then uh, and then a modern modern thing. Mm-hmm. So. I found out about the audition like really late in the process. So I called them and I said, can I do an original monologue Oh wow! for my modern? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, absolutely. But if Great. you, ha- if you don't have it by now, this is like the toughest acting school to get into. So yeah, don't, don't be trying to wing something or memorize it day of, right. which is exactly what I did and got in. What? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you think yeah. that made you more loose and oh, just, court? Yeah. well, Adam, you know, yeah. If they don't know what the words are to the, 
Yeah. <laughs> you can't make a mistake. Oh my God. You can't go up. You can just minute, keep so, talking. <laughs> so did that happen? Or did you forget and start improvising? No, no, no. But I mean, it was loose. It yeah. Was definitely, it wasn't. So that's know. before you did stand up. So that was, I mean, your mm-hmm. beginnings of stand up, probably, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That was before I did stand up. And so uh, so I got into there. And because my, my whole goal, my whole strategy was like, I want to be like a, a great comedian who could also act. Like that was sort of. Sort of you. The, you know what I mean? By the way, if you look at your Especially IMDb you. page, yeah. mission accomplished. Yeah, thank, you, dude. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, in terms of name any of the classic comedies, shows, yeah. and, and you're in there. Like you, Everybody Loves Raymond? I'm not on it. I'm just naming <laughs> classic shows now. The John, Seinfeld, Lara, Seinfeld, the John Larroquette show? Never did it. <laughs> yeah, but you did Curb, and, did and it's Curb. one of my favorite episodes of it all is? time. It uh, is? Are you kidding me? I was just telling um, uh, one of our friends tonight uh, um, who was doing the new Curb, and uh, I was like, man, I watch this show every night on my laptop before I go to bed. It's like my go-to-bed show, you know, where I like... Uh-huh. I, I, uh, what he's saying is your performance put him to sleep, Wayne. Yeah. It's like if I need to... Look, when I'm in bed leave. touching myself, I look, let me oh, finish my thought. Yeah, this is a flattering <laughs> sentence. All right, let me no, hear. No, um, it's just, you know, people have their... <laughs> <laughs> By the way, well timed because I was just about to start to get tongue tied. No, I, I swear I don't touch myself to you. No, uh, that was Adam's aha yeah, moment. Put that away. And uh, so wasn't there a divinal song? I like to touch myself or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't want anybody else when I think about you to touch myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, thought, I thought maybe you were gonna. Flip. I'll pull that one. No, no, no. He was talking about touching himself. I, uh, I. It's one of those shows, you know, where you you put it on, you want to fall asleep, but also. It was also a bad show to do that because, like, I love the show so much that I would watch every mm-hmm. episode and then I would finally just have to go, enough. Um, but that can episode... Can I tell you my favorite? Well, let me just compliment you more. Oh. Your so, episode, it's also why it's great, is because, um, you know, there's some people that got a scene and get a scene in Curb and they're great. Okay. You gotta, I mean, multiple scenes in an episode where it's like, you know, your uh, main storyline and all the scenes are great and, and, and it's just like such a fucking... It's so... It was one of the first episodes I saw where I was like... Uh, oh, like this show feels so real because of uh, the people they cast, you know? And like the situation seems so real where I was like, oh, this seems like it actually probably happened or I feel like I'm, wa-, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I understand English. I know every word you said. <laughs> <laughs> let me, I've let been me, speaking this for you. Can you see my hands, by the way? <laughs> Audience, they're above my waist. Not touching myself as a compliment. Um, yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I want to hear more about that experience, but you were about to start saying something else. No, my favorite you, episode of Curb, I think, is that. Well, I like the uh, the chicken one, the the Palestinian chicken oh, yeah. one. But there's one where there's like on Halloween, and the Halloween revelers are too old, and he won't uh, give them candy. Oh yeah, and they TP his house. Yeah, uh, I just because he's so adamant of like you can't do this. They're like, give right. us candy. He's like, where's your costume? You're right, right. Yeah, <laughs> just, we just what, what which is costumes? It, we just now want that, candy. Now that I'm older and I've given out Halloween on. Right. Like I've given out Halloween. I've given out candy on Halloween. There's definitely been times where like fourteen year old kids will walk up in jeans and a t shirt and like trick or treat. I'm like, fuck you. That's what. But he ended up paying in a huge way. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it was just, just like he was like his, you know, rules of life Mm -hmm. are so solid. Oh, I mean, how much of that for people need to go back and watch your episode if they haven't seen it. And if they're fans of the show, I'm sure they have. But well, first of all, I've been on a couple, so. I think you're talking about the first one I did, where the wire has to go down. Yes, and the yeah. glasses. And, yeah. Oh, no, that was the second one. Yeah, yeah, I did two of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, that's right. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. the wire episode that one's incredible. Where you're, um, there's a wire that's Larry moves in a new house, and there's a wire that's in the way. It's fucking up the view, and they're yeah. like, and, and oh my god, like, like, and, and he's like, can you please do something with the wire? And you're like, yeah, it's no problem, man, it's no problem. And uh, man, you guys know Seinfeld, God, we, you know, and maybe we can meet the cast, and and you know, and if we could do that, then taking care of that wire is no big deal. Like, it was just so. And Larry, it was the first time I feel like I saw him get super angry. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And then he's like, sure, fuck that shit. Like, we're not gonna enter. And then he sets up the meeting with like. Elaine, and then she has to go, and then like yeah, it's really you find his book, and you get the reward, dude. I mean, yeah, I was go- thrilled. I was thrilled. You auditioned thrilled for that, and- yeah. Well, yeah. I auditioned for another one that I didn't get. The there's a one where he has like a blind guy help him move furniture yes. around the house. Yeah, that would have been your second blind guy that you've played. You, that would have been the first. Oh, that would that would have been the first. Yeah. Then you late, but then you later. I love that you blind know guy. my career. This is exciting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah. So you had already auditioned. So yeah, and I knew Larry from stand up. Oh when shit! When I was starting, he was just kind of finished. He had done this show called Fridays. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and then he came back to New York and was doing stand up. And yeah. I was just emceeing at the time, late night. And he he, I brought him on and few. He remembers me from those days. That's awesome. Yeah. Had, have had you witnessed any of the legendary? Larry, no. Larry freakouts no. where he, where he just would walk on stage, look, look at the audience, and say, yeah. "Nope," <laughs> walk off stage. Yeah. I want to do that one day, I know. just to do it. I know. Yeah, yeah. No, I did. He did do the when you. I would bring him up. I go, "Here he is from Fridays." Larry, yeah. you know, Larry David, and he would walk up stage and shake your hand, and he would always go, "Stay close," <laughs> like he just in case he wanted just, to bail. Just in case, yeah, you had to be in the room, wow. not for the entire twelve minutes set or whatever it was. I love those twelve stay, minutes. Stay close. <laughs> Stay close. When did you reunite <laughs> with him after the the New York stand up days out here? Yeah, um, yeah, but I had never, I never did Seinfeld, you know. Mm-hmm. And I always thought I would have been great on that show. Yeah. And and then when this, so this is this is the seventh, sixth, or seventh episode of Curb. So that the Wire episode. So that's yeah. first season. Yeah, they're still kind of figuring it out. So you, so it's so not like he, you knew what it was at that no, time. No, nobody knew what it yeah, was. Yeah, I mean, they had debuted. that special. They had that that yeah, special. Right. Um, and so I just loved it, Adam. And I just, I don't know. I just, like, that was, you know, it may even tie back to what we were talking about, my audition yeah. earlier mm-hmm. at NYU, where uh, I don't have to be exactly locked into what's on the page. Because the whole thing was like, just, you need to hit this beat, this beat, this beat. You want to meet Elaine, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Fuck, it's really that. So you don't ever have to, yeah. There was loose. literally no pages. I'm not Does talking, that scare you at all? Or I no? loved it. Yeah. yeah. I loved it. Yeah. You, I mean, that's pure creation you you just get you 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 create everything right but as a as a comedian it just was right in my wheelhouse of like yeah. oh all i have to do is listen and kind of know where i'm going and if he says something different i'll just respond to that how much mm-hmm. i've heard from some people that have done it that like you know you don't want to you want to be cognizant of being funny but like you want to keeping it real but like yeah. so how, how do you balance that in your brain of like if you think of a funny line you're like man but is that in I conducive just tried to, to the story i just tried to make him as when, like when I figured it out, I was like, okay, I'm going to make him. He's a horrible person. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> sure. all he wants him to do is sign a waiver so they can lower this wire. Yeah. It could have been easy enough. But he's manipulating Larry, so I'm like, oh, he's a manipulator. But I just did it in the nicest, I was just gonna say you're kindest so nice. <laughs> Dude, voice. You know, yeah. you know passive-aggressive? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So do I know passive-aggressive? <laughs> so, so that's what I want for I just want for, like, I'm just going to – and he – he, I hate to say it. He loved it. He loved me. Broke all the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he good. almost he has, he kind of has a glass jaw when it comes to laughing. You seeing the the genuine uh, f- uh, uh, 
um, just anger in his face yeah. when you brought up the Seinfeld thing. It's the it's like I'm like, oh man, it's the greatest. I don't even know if the cameras are rolling. Like these guys, so it's the, it was the greatest. I was th- just thrilled, and then of course this thing becomes this big hit, and yeah. like that made it even even better. And the whole it was. Had you had a lot of experience with improv before? Not. I mean, I never went to class. Did you ever take like pay for a class or anything? Never like paid that? for it, but uh, yeah. like took classes. Like I know, like were your part mm-hmm. improv, not sex, Brad. Oh <laughs> shit! Yeah, yeah. I, I pay for that. A Great. Lot. There we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. But improv. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, now, do you, like, because I, I was your part on. I, I knew you were on the Larry Sanders show. And, right, right, and right. Was that a lot of improv that, involved? That was. With that? Well, again, this is like this is why I love working with these super creative guys. Yeah. yeah. Was. That one, they brought me in while they were writing it. I talked to the two writers, uh-huh. gave them some feedback, awesome. kind of like my vibe a little bit. So it was sort of tailored a little around like my, but that was, that. there was definitely a script in that. Yeah, but yeah. you could, I mean, there was a lot of lines in that where I just kind of went off and he was very open to that. And but you, not like Curb, there was no script. When you audition, literally it says, I want to meet Julia Louis-Dreyfus. That was... <laughs> A little yellow piece of air, like oh audition. Oh my god! That's there was insane. nothing about a wire during the audition. I didn't. Right. Know. It was just like you want to meet Julia Louis Dreyfus. Did Larry give you any uh, like, hey, maybe do this and like in the audition or on uh, set? when you're shooting? Like maybe you find yeah, some, yeah, yeah, go, yeah, some yeah, gems and yeah, then yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. repeat that or let's mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he was he just he really liked what I was doing right from the get go. That's because uh, I think he just thought it was just so goofy that yeah. it was so. Well, over the top, nice, yeah, in a hard, the worst possible way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, and um, the same one with the glasses. It's yeah, like oh, yeah. Don't worry about this. You can you pay for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you tell him that you'll bill him. <laughs> yeah. For when he get wait, don't, and, who initiates the hug that broke right. the glasses you were wearing around your neck? I and mean, and I love that. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> it's all taken care of. You'll pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll bill you. <laughs> okay, if you really want to know a little inside baseball, when I yeah, did this, so this was years later when I did that one, the uh, the glasses, because I was trying to justify, how was this guy going to be justified for something that seems like two people are at fault, making yeah. that guy at fault? Right. So I kind of had an idea about it, and I went up before we started shooting. I go, well, I think I, I think I want to, he goes, don't tell me. I don't mm. want to know. Wait till we start shooting. I don't want to know anything until we start shooting. I don't want to rehearse at all. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Wow. So whatever his reaction would be would be. Honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Honest. Sometimes yeah. uh, Brad and I, when we're getting ready to do a podcast and something happens from a weekend and I'm like, and he'll start to tell me, I'm like, no, save it for like the oh, air really? so we can get like a. Get that, gen- get that genuine reaction. I get it. Yeah. He just called you Larry David. That was pretty nice. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I guess. That was pretty nice. Oh, you guys. I'm going to just turn off the mic. Yeah. You guys talk. I mean, just we... Lower the lights. Get in the way. We already have candles lit. We're halfway there. Of course. How... Uh, Can you sing Barry White? Of course. Of course. <laughs> do you... Uh, are you... Now, this has been twice now we brought up the candles, and I do, and I'm going to take a right turn here, but, like, when you're, um, you know, uh, something in the ballpark of podcasts, let's say you're doing some reading or some mm-hmm. writing, mm-hmm. do you, like... Do you need a, a, a an environment that is, like... You know, candle esque or like dim or outside. Like, where do you, where, where do you, where does Wayne Fetterman go to be creative? Or do you just, when it happens, you're like, I'm going to stay right here because that's what, that's where I got the initial vibe. Yeah. It's, I, I, I want to, I know it's a great I, question. No, I want to be flippant, but I, to answer your question is, unfortunately, and this is a little bit of an Achilles heel of me, mm-hmm. of mine, is that I'm, I feel like I, I'm not a disciplined writer. You know those guys who like can write Sit every down, day, write and, like, every day at the same time. Like, could do. I can't. Yeah. I, it's very hard for me to do that. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm much more of a, like, I'll get an idea. I have a piece of paper right here. Notes, yep. jokes on it, yeah. premises, and then I always have a pen on me, and like I write them down. If not, I'll text it to myself or something like that. Sure, yeah. So, um, and then later when I get inspired or like I have a set coming up, it always has to be kind of like a goal. Like if I have a set, then I'll kind of like put it together. Like, okay, what do I want to try to crack tonight? Yep. What about you guys? Uh, I write on stage, which yeah. is frustrating because yeah. I would love to be able to sit down and just be like. All right, I'm going to create a great But funny you have a joke. set list or something, don't you? Yeah, but then like I have a topic that I know I want to talk about. I'll mm-hmm. just start talking about it. And then based on whatever joke, I'll just be like, "Okay, now I can like I I just find the laughs and I expand on whatever." Do you know what you're closing with? Uh yeah. Okay. So you have like a basic yeah. beginning, middle, end and yeah. then it's all every show is loose? Well, no when I'm when I'm writing a new joke, uh-huh. I I write on stage. When yeah, it's, I, I feel yeah. like I write on stage also. Yeah, it, it, and it's like I said, it's do you record? Do you record yourself? No, and because I, it's, I really should. Why don't you do that? I just why are you yelling? He's at so him? mad at me now. He's like, why why don't you do? Why don't you record your shit? Look, I will stop touching myself, Dwayne. <laughs> if you start recording your sets, no, but that I mean, I do you no, record yourself every now? set. Every set, and but here's hey, the thing: Do I listen, listen to, to every set? Give me the ratio. Record ninety-four percent of the time. Uh, That's and, a lot. Yeah, uh, but but do I listen to the whole thing? No, because I also feel like I have a really good memory of in the moment things. But I listen for like timing things because sometimes you know I think we all do this too. Like you can do a joke you've maybe done a thousand times, and like sometimes a laugh just comes in a different place, or you get you for whatever reason on that night you add more stuff and then it changes the timing and i mean you know i i always feel like too that um i'm trying to always slow down i feel like i sometimes i'm just barreling through but that's kind of how i feel like i've found my voice but like there's been sets where i'll do a bit that has a lot of like you know punch to it and then i'll do it in a much more slower fashion and it's like even better and then i'm like god maybe i should be a fucking i really slow everything down but um you don't realize that until you listen back but also i think it's like hard. any comic just i hate listening to myself I hate too it. so yeah. i hate it but i think it's imperative man because there's it no is. way it you is. can remember everything while you're up there yeah. if you want to if you're truly trying to be good because you're 100 percent right you're trying you're to be in the moment you know if, there, if there's young comedians out there or even older comedians who sure. want to start or truckers I mean, who are trying to be comedians right right i do agree that that is a great great tool but it is hard yeah it's it's, it's very hard, hard. To, it's very so hard to, humble it's humbling to listen right to yourself talk and just yeah because some could like, feel great oh, on stage man. and then you listen to yourself and you're like ah, i don't like the way okay, i said another that. question for the room sure. yeah for the room um and you can do any order you okay. want to go a b b a great. however sure. Sure, you sure. do it how often do you listen to these podcasts the ones that we're on like right now. Your the show, our, our, our podcast. Yeah, yeah. your podcast. I, your podcast, where you have to listen to your voice. I listen to at least ten to fifteen minutes of everyone. Everyone. Yeah. Okay. So I just kind of get an idea of what we can do. Mm-hmm. How, how can we? How we can improve? Trying to get better. Yeah. Like NBA players. Yeah. Just trying to get better every off season. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I listen to select episodes all the way through, uh, and then wow. certain and then certain moments. Um, certain moments of podcasts, uh, like in this one, there's already things I've pinned that I want to go back and listen to because I just basically just the aha music. It's a good no, song. but there's you know because there's moments where you remember. You remember, <laughs> but again, it's the it's the it's what happens when you're being so present in the moment. You mm-hmm. shouldn't remember. So that that I know that's a good podcast when I go. Oh, I want to go back and listen to that because I remember having a good time. You know, love it. Um, love it. But 
feel you like know, you're complimenting that's, me. Uh, we are, yeah. yeah. Was that right? Because you, you, you're look at this hands above the waist. What is this? <laughs> you're yes ending everything, and I don't know if that's I don't know if that's because you started off in ventriloquism. You're used to <laughs> working with multiple voices. Now I'm not I'm not I'm not sure where your skill set comes from, but also I'm waiting for you to put your it. hand uh, up Brad's ass because I feel like he <laughs> could resemble one. You're not the only one who's waiting for that. <laughs> I'm oh, looking, I'm hashtag hands. almost married. I'm looking at those hands. They look very soft. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Soft and small. That wouldn't hurt a bit. <laughs> I feel like they're not that small. <laughs> I, think they're, I think they're pretty tiny. <laughs> Why are you saying that? <laughs> uh, do you have, uh, do you play any instruments? Many. Many. Yeah, you were in a yeah. band or something when you were college or, right? Mm-hmm. I like that all of these are wrong. But it's nice. Damn it. I love that you... No, Why did I was, you pull up Wayne Brady's Wikipedia page? You was, were the original drummer of Journey, right? No, no. I, uh, I learned drums in... I was dating Madonna. In high school. In, in high school. Okay. Learned drums in high school. In high school okay. Yeah. And uh, t- actually took lessons. Like drum lessons. Great. Like, mm-hmm. Just doing that all day, every day. Yeah. yeah. You were an Indian drum circle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're the leader of the... Why did it just start raining? So, and then I taught myself ukulele, which I used to close my act playing the electric ukulele. It was my big closer. That's how I first got on television doing that. And then uh, playing like Jimi Hendrix tunes on the uke. You get the comedy. People loved Mm -hmm. it? Destroyed. 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 That's amazing. Why don't you bring that back? Uh, Yeah. And then I switched (laughs) over. (laughs) No, because now... Jimi Hendrix is so okay. old. It's like right. it's, yeah, there's nothing yeah, yeah. really edgy. If, if like I was playing maybe Metallica or something yeah, like no, that, it might. Yeah. But then I feel like people have done it. Um, and then I started playing piano. I play piano a lot in my act now. So, and then guitar, bass. You know, jeez, yeah, yeah. I love playing music. Did you do the piano on the Tonight Show? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Played the piano on the Tonight Show. That uh, was a thrill. Yeah. That was I a mean, thrill. that. Yeah. yeah. Had you met Jimmy before that? I not only met him. I met him, knew him before he did SNL. What? Oh, yeah. Shit. And then when he got the uh, late night. Yeah, because he had uh, late night with Jimmy Fallon before he, the Tonight Show. Uh, Lorne Michaels was like, you should go on tour just to get your chops up. Just to, you know, because you had right. been like had this acting career that didn't quite pan out the way he wanted it to. I still think Fever Pitch is a classic. Yeah, Me it too. is a good movie. And Taxi yeah. was yeah, a movie. Yeah, it's yeah. a movie. It's a movie. <laughs> And he's he was a, made. And he's in a few other things. He's, he's in, funny. He's yeah. in Almost Famous. He's in totally. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and he's so talented. So yeah. I went out on the road with him. Opened up for him. What? Yeah, yeah. Actually, here's the thing. He opened up for me <laughs> at the beginning because he had no act. You know, and and he, then during the day, we right. would work on his act together. You helped um, him with his act. Yes, That's yeah. Cool. And then very it, easy. Very because he is. He's loaded with like. He can do impressions. He can yeah. sing. He can yeah, well, act outs. Like I feel you just give him like, <laughs> yeah. and then you can do an entire song and dance number with which ends in Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> right. singing, talking to John Travolta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, great!" And then he just does it. Does it and kills. Yeah. So, uh, so what happened was, uh, so we toured a little bit, you know, around clubs, and after a couple months, I went back to you know my normal opening spot because mm-hmm. I don't have a you know a big following and then he started closing the sets and then I ended up working writing on the monologue team yeah actually running the monologue team for well, late what? night for a year just to get it going yeah just so we had somebody there who was and like, is that because you kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah you got his voice 
you, yeah, you, you, you knew. And how, yeah. how, I mean, I, I've heard that yeah. I mean, that's just like hundreds of jokes a Yeah, it was thing. Jesselnick was there. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. Morgan Murphy was there. Oh, my yeah. God. It was a crazy, it was fun. Real. Well, <laughs> it was, it was, especially at the beginning. It sure, was fun. Because sure. we were like, no, we didn't know what we were doing. And, you know. Trying to find and out. And to tell you the truth, voices, he really yeah. was very lucky at that point because at the point he took over late night, was the exact moment there was the Conan, Jay Leno, yeah, all of that, Mishugash was right. going on. So all the attention was over there while he was just kind of figuring out he how could to play around. Yeah, he yeah. Could, so it was yeah, really great. It was really good. So, but after a while, I was like, oh, I think I like having this job better than doing this job. Well, because the thing, yeah, yeah you know, I, just like, I, I like, imagine, oh, I work at NBC. This feels great. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine that being a monologue writer, especially for a stand up where we're constantly cultivating our act and updating it and making it better and we try it all right that worked a little better go back try to but like with the tonight show it's like it's it's there it's it's done it's gone it's in the ether and now do it again yeah yeah it's it was a little groundhog day sure yeah was there a uh topic or subject uh that you always um find yourself drawn to like politic uh politically or uh, not really. I like to do. I he seemed to like. I liked like if you could throw in something silly. Yeah. You know, in the middle of it all, like if mm-hmm. you try to. No matter how serious the the topic was, if you can get like a, do a silly take on it. Yeah. And uh, and then he really and he really trusts you because you wrote on the Golden Globes for him. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. We're, we're. I mean, it's yeah. So and I feel like yeah, it's just been great. He's been. Uh, great for me and then when i had my album come out he's like why don't you come on the show and promote oh, it I was like that's yeah. so cool man yeah and That'll again work. remember earlier i was saying that i was a comedy nerd yeah yeah like that studio where he does it 6b at rockefeller center mm-hmm. is uh everyone knows oh that's where they did the original tonight show with yep. johnny or johnny carson's original tonight yep. show uh but i was thrilled because that's where they did the Texaco Star Theater with Milton Berle from 48 to 53. What? Yeah, which was like the big, big bang of like comedy. Like that was the first comedy superstar. So that I was on that same stage doing stand-up where Berle had done stand-up, you know. Were you like walking around going, Milton Berle did stand-up here? And a lot of a people are like, who? Yeah, who? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> it's, but it was, but it's it was Milton just great Burl. for me. For me, for me yeah. it was a great thing. It really is... I mean, and you can probably test this right. more so than we have because you've just worked way more than we have. But like, have the um, who you know and being a nice person and yeah. like keeping in touch, but not being like a nuisance and like finding that balance of like. <laughs> I agree with you. Well, because that has served me in some ways, it, and it is because you not can tell. as much as like someone who's just super talented. You know what sure. I mean? Like, I mean that also works if you're super talented <laughs> yes. and like, yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, but I, yeah, but I think you got to have all the, all the, you know, oh. but then you look at like, oh, you're in, you. yeah, you're in both the sort of the Sandler and the Apatow camps. Yeah. A little bit where yeah. they just kind of keep putting you mm-hmm. in all, in all the movies. Like you were Justin Sandy Wexler. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, like I'm going to be doing an episode of crashing. It looks like, yeah, hey. Hey. I love that show. Oh, Jesus. I didn't know yeah. I was going to get I love, that. I love I love that show. <laughs> I love that show too. And like how like how did you get to know them? All right. Two can I do can you remind me to talk about cuz I saw you had a DVD of Greg Giraldo, my can, favorite comic. Of all can time. we talk about that in a sec- when yes. I answer this oh, question? Well, no, forget which, it. Which way do you want to do? No, it? let's we'll we'll close with the Giraldo story. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. We got about 15 Okay, left good, here. good, good cuz right. I'm getting tired. Right. Um <laughs> 
I have Kerb episodes to watch, <laughs> yeah. and I can't yeah, do yeah, it with you here. Of course, of course, of course. So, uh, so what was your question? <laughs> what was your question? What was your question again? Oh, is it? Oh, how the I ukulele. met Judd. Yeah, no, how I met yeah, Judd. Yeah, yes. I met Judd okay. and Adam. This is insane. Hell yeah! This is maybe the most in, as, like Larry David. Like we were both doing stand up at the comic strip. Yes. Like that's how I met. I came out to California. In, remember, I said I moved out here in '87. Yep, in '86, yep. I did like a, like a little like, oh, I'm gonna just see, or it might have been the ed- end of '85. I'm just gonna just test out the waters because my thing was I didn't want to move to California mm-hmm. until I had a SAG card. Because hmm. when I was in New York, I couldn't meet agents or anything like that. I was like, all right, I want to go to California. The first night I'm here doing kind of an exploratory, like, what's this place? I go to the Laugh Factory, right? 300 yard. Oh, am I allowed to say where we are? Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Okay, I didn't want to. It's, it's, not, it's not the exact I haven't given out the exact address yet. Yeah. Okay. He gave out his phone number accidentally one time, but yeah. He did give out his phone number one time accidentally in one of the episodes. Yeah. Sorry. So it's a couple football fields away from <laughs> sure. right where we're sitting right now, the Laugh Factory. Right. Now, this is when the Laugh Factory was just the small room. Do you know anything about this? No. Uh, I've seen I've seen original photos. There, where the yeah. stage is now, that all was a Chinese restaurant. There was no the what? Laugh Factory. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, the upstairs or what? No, no, no. It was d- downstairs on the like when you walk in where you buy the tickets. That was kind of like the back of the room, and then straight back like to where the bar is. That's where the stage was, okay. and that wow. was it. That was very Just small, a narrow, like, narrow small little room. like Zanies. Yeah. Have you ever played Zanies? Yes. And, yeah, yeah, in yeah. Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of like even small, like just. That was the Laugh Factory. Mm-hmm. Standing outside the Laugh Factory, first person I meet before I even meet Jamie, Judd Apatow, freshman at NYU, excuse me, at USC, where you yeah. both went to school, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and he knew who I was, which was crazy. Judd was a, a huge yeah, comedy yeah. nerd. And, uh, and immediately booked me. He was booking like comics at USC, booked me on a show with Kevin Nealon and uh, some, <laughs> somebody else. Oh, my and God. Then, uh, Paul and, Feig? No, I had not met Paul yet, but that's how I met Judd. And before he was like, kidding, yeah. And then we, so we've just stayed in touch the whole time. So like, again, kind of what you were saying, Adam, was just like, thank God it was nice that. Do you remember what you guys like bonded over, or what you you... know a little bit? We talked a little about um, Long Island. You know, we said I'm from Long Island, and I'm out here, and I'm going to film school, and uh, I'm really into comedy. I'm booking this thing. Would you want to do like? Yeah, but I already got a booking. This is great. Yeah, that got Judd b- before he was famous, and before podcasts existed, mm-hmm. would just interview people. I know, I would know. just and famous people like really like, and he had nothing to no 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 name to get in the door, but he would just say, "Hey, I, I'm Judd he Apatow." Pretended he was from a radio station. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I want to interview you. Yeah. What is what is more surprising to you, right. uh, his uh, rise in uh, stardom or Jimmy's? Because you knew them both uh, before they were I think household Judd, names. I think Judd. I think mm-hmm. Judd. Just because it was... Jimmy was just a natural. I yeah, mean, just okay. like... Like when I saw him... Before he even came to L.A., I, I saw him. It was just like... He was doing impressions. He could and play how guitar. Do you, how do you see a director's talent on a day-to-day, right? I guess... Maybe, right. There was no way... That look not at the only way he would frames he, that... Not his, only would he be a great director, but he's like this... His... His eye to scout, like, oh, Rogan and uh, right, Franco right, right, and uh, Fetterman. Like, <laughs> yeah, he fucking did it. Yeah, I know, I know. But I'm saying it, 
it's just a yeah, yeah that, that is a that special he became skill. a mogul in sure. a weird way right you are almost yep. like a, a a baseball manager i feel like where it's like the people that or a scout that is like and that's something that i feel like a as a producer or director yeah. that people sleep on that 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 aspect of the um process where it's like yeah him you know seeing rogan and, and siegel and then working with them but then also having the wherewithal to be like all right, they would be good, like, remembering and, like, out of sight, out of Jonah mind. Jonah Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, the whole, like, he just has a good, good. sense of that. He's got nice. And then he turns out to be a, like, great writer-director. Yeah. You know, of these comedy movies. Mm-hmm. And this, and he's the one who put together the Shandling documentary? Yeah, that I just saw today. We saw a rough cut of it today. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. so it's, I can't it's, wait. I was just uh, with intense. Dana Carvey today. And he you were. T- and he told me, first of all, to tell you hello and give oh, you a hug. Yeah. And, uh but he uh, was sharing some shambling stories with me, which were incredible. And I can only imagine you've got hand, handfuls. No, no, I mean, I do, but it was, but I would rather talk about uh, Dana Carvey, yeah. who is so super talented. Yeah. Yeah, he's been on the podcast about five times. He has? Yeah, and just you every time. So the whole, yeah, it's the greatest. He, he, he is. He tries out material on us, and it, it, it's mind-boggling. His batting average is so high right. on a great new way to put stuff it. that yep. he wants to try. And by the way, he's just trying it. He's, yeah. he, he comes into shows with pages of stuff, and then he's just like, ah, I don't know what this is. I'll see. <laughs> and, he, and you're like, you don't even know what you're going to do when you go up there, do you? He's like, I got all these pages. And then he barely looks at the pages because he he, I think he knows exactly what's on them. And then it's just Rift City, but like contained and tight and like not. But his commitment level he, is he at an reminds all-time me, high. Yeah, he reminds me of Fallon in a lot of ways. In that same kind of just oh, like, he's just, just a nat- natural. Just Maybe, naturally. yeah, yeah, so just natural. And just a great framer of mm-hmm. bits. And The commitment level is at, is at an all-time high. And what I want to ask, like, what do you think, if, for young comics listening, like you need. <laughs> and truck drivers. <laughs> I remember. Or, yeah. Who, uh, like. Breaker, breaker. If t- <laughs> is that still a thing? Is that still a thing? It's got to be. <laughs> It was it, it, it can never go Wait, away. Wait, can I do the impression? Because yeah, is one of the I don't do impressions. You've you seen don't? Me. Yeah, not really, not really. But this is the one, the CB radio okay. from when I was in high school. You ready? Yep. Let's hope this works. Come back, come back. That's it. Wow. Why have you not been on James Lipton's Inside the Actor Studio? It's a shame. <laughs> No, I mean, it's a shame that I thought that would be a funny thing. Same that I have no comedic instinct. No, well, guess what? Years. Two people emailed me before you came on tonight and said, like, I bet he won't do the Breaker Breaker impression. <laughs> he so, did. Yeah. I was one of them. Why have you not ever done impressions? You, I mean, especially... I can't. I can't. I'm not good at it. You never tried? I tried. I mean, it's just... I, I'm not... I'm just not great at him. I just... I'm yeah. not great at it. Like, when someone can do them, that, it almost seems like their face changes a little bit. But also, everyone's voice whole thing sounds like it's someone nuts. else's voice, you know? And, like, we like there's different things that are in your register. So, like, there's nobody... Like, I'm trying to just listen to you talk and be like, right. you never tried a... Woody Allen? Or a Paul Giamatti? <laughs> <laughs> I think like if you go a little higher and just yeah. get angry, you can get some Giamatti going. All right, well, you want to give me a lesson right now? Is sure, this what's happening? sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, no, I'm the fucking... reluctant. I'm the reluctant. <laughs> no. All right, let's try this lesson. <laughs> Adam Ray teaches Paul Giamatti impressions. This wow, is cut, to 20, cut to 25 years from now when I haven't done anything. Right, right, it's just the like, studio. What's he up to, man? He's teaching people how to do Giamatti's. The pizza place? No, that's Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> no, just just Paul Giamatti impressions. Um, who... with a uh, with a uh, Sandler was that the was did Judd introduce you or was that? Something else. Completely. No, I knew Sandler before I knew Judd. Like Sandler was doing, like I was there right at the beginning when he like broke and was mm-hmm. at NYU. And another guy who was Sandler is a great example of 
like someone who always kind of knew what his comedic rhythm was. Yeah. Like yeah. right from the start. It he seemed like he knew his voice from day one. It's incredible because he had like, you know, like sketchy material, but it was kind of, the way I always described him when I watched early on, early on mm -hmm. was like, it's like your fraternity brother who's the funniest guy in the frat house. And you're like, go up on stage. You could be funny. And he goes up there and like, and he is funny. Oh, yeah. wow. You know what I mean? Like, because it's not polished. His thing was never like, oh, I'm this polished comedian. Right. It was always I remember his stand-up on Letterman was like real spotty. Yeah. Like he was just kind of like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and like whatever. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. okay. That was kind of funny though. Yeah, that was a good Giamatti. <laughs> In the Adam Ray school of Giamatti impression, we start with Sandler and we slowly build to Whoopi Goldberg. So, uh, but he, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Oh, all right, all right. Let's well, wrap up. Well, we got, well, we got to do the Greg Geraldo story. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So I saw you had the DVD. Signed. Mm -hmm. I saw it. So you worked with him. Can yes. I ask a little? Have we talked about You talked about this a lot on this? No, no. a couple times. I mean, okay. look, he. Um, we all have our our heroes. Uh, yours was Pistol Pete Maravich. Um, <laughs> One of the great comics. <laughs> Hilarious. By Hilarious. the way, one of the first basketball players my dad introduced me to. Oh, really? And yeah, fact, yeah. And so I didn't know you had did a documentary on him, and I need to watch that ASAP. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that was a great Giamatti, and I know yeah, you weren't yeah, even yeah, trying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you can watch I zig and zag a lot in life. You know that, <laughs> you right? You can come back and talk about that. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah, but yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. Side note, wasn't, wasn't Pistol Pete the first one to uh, shoot free throws with the granny shot? Was that him? No. Oh, that hurts. Jesus. That really wow, hurts. Brad. That Google really something, Brad. No. For the love of God. Wake you up have, and you Google something. You have the computer right in front of At you. At your no, fingertips, no. dude. <laughs> Granny shot. <laughs> no, that was... um. Uh, first uh, of all, he's Google. not the... No, no, you wouldn't even know who shot the first granny shot. Like, that's the way they shot in the 30s and the 20s. George Mikan. He did shoot that way. Yeah. But there, there no, were people before guys, Mikan. Yeah, of course. Mike, Pre-Mikan. Um... The last one Rick to do Barry. it. Rick Barry. Rick the last one. He's the last yeah, one. Yeah, He's yeah. not yeah. the original. Oh, I see what you're saying. Maybe the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that is Why true. Pistol Pete, though? Real quick. Oh, man. I uh, wanted to write a movie about him, and that's how I got to write this book. I wrote the authorized biography, what? and that's how we did the doc two documentaries on him, and then I always wanted to make a movie about him. Why are we so fascinated? Because Why start? It's, the yeah. greatest, it's the greatest Shakespearean sports story of all time. Is this guy who dedicates his life to being this basketball player, and it doesn't pan out the way he wants it yeah, to at all. I remember that. And he ends up dying at age 40. It's yeah. just like mm -hmm. there's so many like, oh, my God, moments in it. You know, most sports stories are like, oh, I overcome obstacle, obstacle, obstacle. And I win. I hit the winning shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in slow motion. And, you know, we were. this is the opposite of that. Wow. This is the guy who rips your heart out. I mean, just but filled with a lot of win-win um, yeah. moments before that, yeah. And then, of course, of course, and the thing with his family and his mom kills herself, and his dad—he had this dad was a basketball coach and was kind of was kind of push, kind of pushing, kind of pushing. Just a, it's amazing. Just a great story. Where did he get pistol? Yeah, Pete? and pistol. I mean, he was this. He still owns scoring records to this day That's in college. Average mm -hmm. forty-four points a game. I don't know if you know in college. Yeah, without a three-point line. Yeah, it's average. incredible. So if he scored 40 points, it would hurt his scoring average. Jeez. That would be an off day for Pete. So that means he had 55 many, many point 50 games, point games and stuff like that. But he, uh, he got his, uh, well, first of all, it's a, great, it's a great nickname for someone who shoots the ball a lot. Yeah, Obviously, sure, yeah. he's a gunner a little bit. But he got it when he was a kid. He used to shoot the ball from his hip because he couldn't hold it over yeah, his yeah. head mm -hmm. like that. And they, they, one of the reporters was like, oh, it looks like he's drawing a pistol, you know, like, 
pulling the ball out of a pistol. I mean, a holster. Yeah. yeah, shooting yeah. Like, so that's how pistol came around. But it's, I mean, I could talk for hours about that. I would, well, yeah. that's next time you come on, we'll oh, just do all yeah. Pistol Pete. Oh, wow. You're a big basketball fan, though, yeah? Huge. Well, well, couldn't be bigger. Couldn't be bigger. Well, let's do the Pistol Pete podcast. I love it. I would love it. I Couldn't love be bigger. Well, we didn't need to quickly ask because this will go up while the finals are still going on. I mean, I will. Yeah. When does this happen? When does this go up? Next week or the week after? Well, the mm-hmm. week after it could be over. They're down two zero. All right. Well, then next week. Yeah. All right. I'm not you saying think, pushing. Well, well, there. Well, I mean, you just said. I said. You know, I don't, let's get a prediction. But you just said it all right there. I know. This is the weird thing about me. The one weird thing. <laughs> the one. The electric was, ukulele was the wasn't. weird thing. <laughs> not the ventriloquism. No. Not the weird trivia. Nothing. Um, not the Chuck E. Cheese puns. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this is the one quirky thing about Wayne Fetterman. Um, I don't like to predict. I don't. I like. Huh. I love to analyze. I love to. But I just feel like prediction is like, if I really knew, I'd be a millionaire in Vegas. Right. Yeah. Is, the, is the name of your memoir. That's my. That's exactly. <laughs> All right, so, but yeah, but you. I mean, if you're a big sports fan, though, it's. It I don't. I don't, territory. See, I don't see how Cleveland can beat this team. There we go. I, that's mm-hmm. that's the way I will say it. Because I don't know why yet? Just, you're going to be just, just loaded. Durant, they're just loaded. Up, they're loaded. 135 they're points. Loaded. Yeah, it's yes, like, exactly. Well, look at uh, they're loaded. Scored, Cleveland if you plays 125 points. You still lose the game. That's insane. You're, yeah, great point. Also, Cleveland's bench is uh, not full of all stars the way Golden State's is. And Golden State has too many. They, dude. If LeBron's not on the court, it has to be Kyrie and Love. You know, right. if Kyrie's on the court, I mean, dude, Golden State can have Curry and Durant or just one of them, and the rest of the guys. Also, they move the ball quicker. Cleveland's a lot of isolation, pick and roll. A lot of one guy just doing everything. They won more games than last year. Yeah. They won more games than anyone who's ever played professional basketball since without the- Kevin Durant. And Without then, Kevin Durant, yeah, yeah and then exactly. This year they have, and this year so they were like, like, okay, we're not worried about that record. They're going to probably they haven't lost the game in the playoffs. They're going to probably yeah. win five championships. Oh, you love to predict. <laughs> <laughs> You've already gone out. There. All right. <laughs> so By the about- way, that's the opening line to the worst porno <laughs> yeah. ever. Oh, you love to predict. We'll he, predict this. He, he also predicted I would grow another foot. So, <laughs> okay. yeah. He's so not too solid with I'm his spotted. predictions. Well, I just remember a lot of people predicted Tiger Woods was going to break Jack Nicholas's record. That, that seemed like a guarantee. A guarantee. Yeah. Guarant- everyone, not not and, if, but when, and by how many. And everyone's saying it with supreme confidence. Yeah. And I'm like, you know the future? Like, believe me. Just wait. Don't even. I'm like, and cut to, you know golf club in the side of a car and now it's not going to happen nope that, that now is, the chances are it won't happen right. correct by the way that's going to go down to me as one of the craziest sports uh, blunders of all time like I, I can't even believe how big he was and how oh the fall people shouldn't the, fall like that when first, you're, first sports billionaire oh he was yeah changed first a sport though i mean look jordan yeah. changed basketball but like changing golf are you fucking kidding me yeah you make a a video game of golf like a top selling video game at the height of video games to urban markets like a golf game it's nuts it's not what about a movie based on his life yeah well that would be another one of shakespearean that's gonna happen and that was self-inflicted which ties perfectly into greg giraldo because one of his great bits was about tiger woods cheating thank you yeah with all the shoes (laughs) yeah Come on. How does he how does it end? Well, I mean, it's just like it's women can't understand the temptation, the guys. He goes, the best way to break it down is that like let's say you go back to a hotel room and there's a hundred different pairs of shoes. Really nice. Outside pairs your of shoes. door. Outside yeah. your door. He's like, you know, you're not gonna take them home with you, but you might want to put a couple on just to see how they feel every now and then. 
Oh he my was God. great. He so I I I mean I, when I was I uh, adore him. Just so you know, I'm yeah. huge. Did fan. you have a relationship with him? A little bit, a oh. little bit, a little bit. I got to host for him at the Irvine Improv one weekend when I was in that rotation of just hosting, mm-hmm. and I saw him was going to be down there, and I just begged him. I was like, "You guys have to let me be uh, down there." And I go down there, and Jesse Joyce was his opener, who's yeah. now become a friend, and and they were so Jesse was so nice to me, and the, and Greg was so nice, and. And we hung out a little bit, and I just, I, but I tried to keep my distance because I was like, I don't want to get to know a hero that, like, I want to. You didn't. No, nah, I didn't. It's like, interesting. You want to know me very well. You want to get to know me. <laughs> You're ready that. to have me back. Yep. Not I, we're going to hang out. Right, right. Hoops. Yeah, exactly. I'm we're not worried about you disappointing me, Wayne. But now I'm comfortable we're as a good. person. I was two years in the stand up. I didn't want to say anything wrong and fuck up the, you know. I got it. I got it. I know what a hero is. I know what a hero <laughs> Do you want to meet my mother, Wayne? <laughs> Enrique Iglesias knows who a hero is. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, thank nice. you. Um, but he was. So, anyway, so we had this great bit. So, I did a couple episodes of this show called Colin Quinn's. What was it called? Tough, Tough Crowd. Crowd. Tough Crowd. Yeah. Tough Crowd. He was on both of them. And mm-hmm. crushed it. The one with Dennis Leary? Iconic. Yeah, oh, yeah. That one's iconic. I wasn't yeah. on that one, but I was on two. Both of them he was on. Mm-hmm. But, and I thought, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm a good comic. He was. Better prepared, yeah. better spontaneously, yeah. better. It's just yeah. better. It's just incre- I mean, and that was, of course, he was a little more comfortable than yep. you know because he was a regular on that. So that's when I first got to know him, and then we t- he came out here. I talked to him a number of time about you know law school and all of that. He said something very interesting to me once. He said, he goes, you know, when I was starting thinking about becoming a comedian, Wayne, I was like, I used to watch like Richard Pryor and George Carlin. I thought, God. I, why this is stupid? Why would he even try to do something like yeah, that? If that's what he goes, the but then is. I would watch Evening at the Improv. I was like, okay, it can be as funny as some of these guys. Then you're like, I was on. on yeah, that's it. I go. I was. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he's talking about me. So, which is great. Which is perfect. It's perfect. So, uh, so I see. I, what, I see what you do, Wayne. I, I inspire I think, comedians. Yeah, obtainable. <laughs> obtainable. <laughs> I make I it very that. obtainable. Hey, that's, no mystery. No mystery. That's what heroes do. <laughs> So I did. So you're welcome. First yeah, of all, thank you. Yeah, because if he had just seen that, <laughs> yeah. he had just seen the live in concert for 1979 yeah. in uh, Long Beach. Well, what we're trying to say is, go see Wayne Featherman, and, and you too may have a career in stand-up comedy. <laughs> I'm like the Edgar Bergen. Of, uh, so, uh, oh my god. So anyway, so I got to know him a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Then I went to a couple of roasts and things. Then. When I was remember I was writing on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. One of the other jobs was, and my favorite was booking the young comedians on the show. Yeah, yeah. So the first female we had was Schumer. The first male mm-hmm. we had, I mean, uh, well, Jess Elnick did it because someone dropped out. But the first male sure. we booked was Mulaney, and then the next one, I'm like, you got to get Geraldo on here. You got to. I love this guy. Like he's mm-hmm. the king, and. We booked them. I still have them, you know, the voicemails and stuff oh, like that. Man. And then, like, a couple days before, it's like from his manager or something, hey, uh, Greg's uh, getting an operation in the hospital. You know, he'll be fine. He's still, still going to do the show. So now I'm already thinking because I knew he had a yeah, addiction, addiction problem. problem. Yeah, he yeah, did yeah. have an addiction. So, uh, so, so I went to, like, you know, um, uh, shoemaker who was producing the show I was like I don't know if this is going to happen he goes we'll get somebody you know to stand by so we got um, Hannibal wow Hannibal Burris and that was and then the next day it was like ah, I don't think I can I don't think I can do the show so we Hannibal on one day's notice we go down go down down to suite or whatever he runs his set you know and Hannibal's great yeah 
and did the set, got hired as a writer on 30 Rock, and that, like, launched his career. And that, and that's fucking amazing. Yeah. And then within six months, I think. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Greg overdosed or what? I'm not sure yeah. exactly what happened. But, mm-hmm. um, but, anyways, that's so I still have like some voicemails from him from that time. That's incredible. Yeah. Cause I want, I totally wanted him. On, I mean, Mulaney, I understand why Mulaney, Mulaney's like the ultimate Warren Michaels kind of yeah, like yeah, comedian, yeah. you know. Late yeah. nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's so, so good. Yeah, it just, he's a genius. But then, yeah. So, but but then, I was like, I was really fighting for him, yeah. for uh, Gerald. So that sure. never happened, but that was. You saw you you saw his genius. Oh, come yeah. on. Yeah. Who, yeah. Couldn't? Yeah. Who couldn't? Who yeah. couldn't? You always knew. When it was the roast, you always knew when oh. Greg when Greg went up there. Yeah, it's it's done. <laughs> yeah, too smart. It's too smart. Too, too smart, smart for his own too, good. Too smart. Too smart. So uh, I love that you love that guy. Yeah, I'm so glad you got that thing signed. And yeah, it was a, it was a yeah. I mean, I'm glad certain... I inspired him to do comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just hey, you're doing what heroes do. <laughs> I do. I do. You inspire so so many people are now going to hit us up to be a guest on the podcast. <laughs> so like, yeah, Fetterman. <laughs> I heard him on it. Right. Uh, that's yeah. This is going to be the, my biography. Wayne, it's not. This going to be lowering the bar. I'm not sure what. Something like that. You. Uh, you. Need, I know we. Um, yeah. uh, is this the wrap up voice? <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Am I wrong? No, it was the wrap up. Yeah. voice. Yeah, I thought so. How Go could ahead. you tell? I can tell because it's follow him on Twitter at Wayne Fetterman <laughs> at Wayne. No, no you at come, W Fetterman. I don't no. know how at, often you do at podcasts way, at Wayfay at Fetterman. At okay, Fetterman. at Wayfay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was trying to be hip. No, just at Fetterman. At okay. Fetterman. Um, we'll follow him on Twitter yeah. because you you tweet every now and then. Once in a while. Yeah, yeah, right. I, do, I do. I do. Like pictures of food and stuff. Never. Right. Never, never pictures right. of food, but sometimes some comedy. Yeah, sometimes promoting like, right. dates mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Come back anytime, sooner than oh, later. Oh my god! Yeah. Love to talk oh, we more didn't sports. get to talk about oh the first time. <laughs> nope, save it. We can save, save it. it. Okay, we have a story. <laughs> we'll go to Chuck E. Cheese and talk about it in the ball pit. <laughs> All right, later, guys. Bye. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. <laughs>
Oh, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.